What's up, Mac? How's it going? Well, I was doing fine, and now I'm uh, not doing quite that fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not an MGSR stream without some tech issues, right? That so. is a true thing. So, you know, we're, we're used to this. We roll with the punches. Will you participate too? Yes, I am participating. I will be in the Easy League. Makarov will also be in the Easy League. So, so Makarov, um, what got you into speedrunning? I want to know. Because you weren't, like, MGS wasn't your first series, right, running? Uh, yeah, that's correct. So how did you get into it before MGS? Well, uh, basically, it was uh, summer vacation. I didn't have anything to do. I just had a lot of free time. And uh, I randomly decided to look on uh, speedrun.com for some games that I could speedrun. And uh, I saw the Splinter Cell boards. Uh, Splinter Cell uh, has always been one of my favorite uh, series. So I decided, why not? Let's give it a try. And uh, Splinter Cell was, Splinter Cell, the original one, was the first game I ever learned. Have you played every single Splinter Cell game in the series? I played uh, every game that was released on PC and PS2, but I didn't play any of the Xbox releases. You know, it always surprises me that there isn't more, like, cross... I don't know what you want to call it, cross speedrunning in MGS and Splinter Cell. I feel like the people that enjoy MGS would really enjoy Splinter Cell. And you're like the first, or like the only one I know, that runs both Splinter Cell and MGS. Do you know of more runners that run both, or are you like the only one? Uh, actually, Mini Omega King also did uh, runs of Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, so I'm Ah, Technic I did not know that. But on. Uh, yeah, Mini did some uh, co-op runs uh, a few years ago. I want to say Raichu did one. I can't remember. Yeah, that. Raichu also. Um, okay. Raichu did uh, one uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist run, and yeah. uh, is also has the world record for uh, Splinter Cell Double Agent PC and uh, PS2. Ah, nice. Um. Have you ever played the Hitman series? Actually, I did. What did you? What do you think about it? Uh, I like the newer games, but at the same time, I don't. I I think they're really good games, but I prefer the older games. My favorite is uh, Contracts, the third game in the series. Contracts. Which one is con? Is that the one where the last mission is you escaping out of the little apartment? Yeah, that's that's contracts. Uh, I didn't really like. I mean, it was okay. I think Blood Money is probably my favorite one in the series. Um, but Contracts did have some really cool levels, like the opera one. Is that the opera one? Or like where they do the practice uh, for the, the play? The opera one is uh, in... That's Blood. in Blood Money. Okay, it's so the one with the... Where they do the... What do you call it? They do the play where they're rehearsing. And then um, you have to take out like one of the actors as well as the person watching it. I think that was, I think that was in Contracts, right? 
uh, that was in Blood Money. Damn. What was in Contracts? Now I'm trying to remember. I know the beginning uh, you escape like the the hospital or the mental yeah, institution. Yeah, you escape the asylum. That's the first mission. The second mm -hmm. mission takes place at a um, party, mm -hmm. which is uh, basically a hidden party, which, fun fact, that the mission takes place in Romania, which is the country where I'm from. Right. What, what other... Now I'm trying to jog my memory. What other missions are there in contracts? There is a, a very annoying one, especially in the speed run, which takes place in uh, Siberia, where you have to blow up a Oh, I remember that one. You, like, you... You have the stupid coat on, and then you're trying to go from the ship, then you go up to take out one of the, like, the officers as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's quite annoying in the speed run. Um... Which game had the mission in Japan where you're running in the snow? That's uh, Hitman 2 Silent Assassin. Okay, I see Silent Assassin is one of those games like MGS1 where the controls are so bad, but I really enjoy it. I don't think they're that bad. Hitman Codename 47, the original one, however, that okay. has one of the worst control schemes. That's I've that's ever the played. one that's in PC only, right? Uh, Codename yeah, 47. That's a PC exclusive. Right. I never played that one, so I can't say. But I remember uh, Hitman 2 Silent Assassin. That one. Okay, maybe the controls weren't bad, but the AI is. It, I just remember the AI being horrible to deal with. Yeah, that that one. The AI is pretty bad in that game and then you have like the i think speed runs they do the little slide where they just slide everywhere right uh yeah that's it... um, a mechanic used in both hitman 2 and the uh, contracts okay so yeah I, th I think for me i like hitman 2 just because of the nostalgia factor i really enjoyed the music in hitman 2 even though it's like the same three or four soundtracks over and over again but that one was cool. Like the, the just the layout of the maps were cool. The AI, I hated. Um, so that's the part that was really annoying. But then moved on to contracts. Well, contracts for me it was like eh, kind of forgettable. And then I really enjoyed Blood Money, just with the the AI how it played out and uh, and the level design and all that. Did you play? Absolution? Uh, yes, and I'm actually in the minority for Absolution. I actually like Absolution. What? I hated Absolution. I think Absolution is probably the worst game in the in the whole series. But what makes you enjoy Absolution? Um, it's a weird reason, but I liked the new mechanics. Not necessarily the game and the story mm -hmm. but the new mechanics it introduced and uh, something that i liked a lot about absolution and that i hope was still available to this day but sadly it's not was the custom level feature where you can where you could make your own levels hitman uh, 2016 and hitman 2 and hitman 3 also have that uh, custom level option but uh, Absolution pretty much introduced it, and uh, I found it the best part of the game by far. 
I don't think I... Maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it, because I never messed around with the level design that much. Uh, and Speedy makes a good point that Contracts has the missions remade from 40, Codename 47 as well. Um, but Absolution, I just hated the whole... What do you call that? I think it was Instincts or something. I forget the yeah, name Yeah, Instinct. It. Yeah, where like you just put your hat down and walk past guards. And then, I don't know, I just didn't enjoy that mechanic, and it was just abused so much um and then the story wasn't that great either and then what was after that was absolution the last one before they went to hitman uh, calling it hitman one again and uh, no well for actual releases of the game hitman 2016 was next right but, right uh, technically they also released two mobile games which was hitman go and the uh, Hitman Sniper, I forgot how what it's called, which were released only on Android and uh, I'm not sure if it was released on iPhones, on iOS, since I don't have an iPhone, mm. but I'm sure that it was released on uh, Android. Yeah, I don't, I didn't play any of those, so I'm not sure. But I did. Did you play 2016? Uh, yeah, I did. I feel like 2016 just held your hand way too much. Like, go exactly here and just, and then just told you like every single step you needed to do, especially in the missions. Um, um, like I little can mission see tasks. That point. It's like, go to, go to this area. Here's how you get here. Here's what you need to get here. Here's all the items you need to get here. Here's where you go to get those items. It's like I told you every single thing you needed to do, which which I kind of hated. And you're like, well, sure, you could just turn it off and not play. But it's just like staring at you right in the face. What did you think of 2016? Uh, the best, by far the best part about 2016 is the much more, the much less linear level design. It was a lot more um, player. Uh, you basically could choose which way you wanted to kill the targets and it wasn't as linear as the other games, especially compared to Hitman Conan 47, where you, there was basically only one way to kill the target. Hitman 2016 introduced a ton of ways and um, open level design, which was um, something that I liked a lot about the game. Yeah, you're right. It did like It did open up the possibilities of you know much more kills but at the same time it's like it told you every single one of them and how to like execute it all what i enjoyed about other hitman is just finding stuff out on your own um so i just didn't like the whole they held your hand every step of the way and then i didn't play hitman 2 or the new one that just came out so what do you think of those is it worth playing uh hitman 2 I haven't played Hitman 3 yet, but I want to play it. Mm. But I did play Hitman 2, and uh, I can say it's basically Hitman 2016, but on a better engine and looks a lot better. But uh, here's an interesting thing. Hitman 2 also has the Hitman 2016 levels included, but I would say the actual Hitman 2016 levels are better in the original game. The remakes are uh, worse, in my opinion. 
Have you have you ever watched um, what's his name? A guy named CJ do Hitman speedruns. Uh yeah, I did watch. Uh, I wait. I did watch them. I yeah, I think his is the most entertaining and fun to watch. But I don't know too. Many. I know Cody does Hitman speedruns, and he also does like some of the MGS one, or the MGS runs as well. I know he did like Ground Zeroes, and some other stuff. So there is a little bit of crossing, but I'm just surprised more runners don't run like from the three games, like the Hitman, Metal Gear Solid, and then the Splinter Cell games. Um, just like all three, which would be pretty cool. Um, so moving to what got you into the Metal Gear series after um, Splinter Cell? Well, this is um, uh, quite an interesting story. Uh, basically, when I signed up uh, for Twitch, I followed a lot of channels for most stealth games, since stealth games are the genre of games that I like the most. And uh, I was randomly watching Jaguar King, and uh, I noticed uh, someone called Ed Boy in the chat. And uh, I talked uh, to Ed a lot mm. in uh, Twitch uh, DMs. And uh, randomly he messaged me on Discord. I did not know how he found out about my Discord. But uh, turns out he was in Righteous Discord server. And uh, randomly messaged me. We talked uh, a bit about... Uh, which games I should learn, and uh, he introduced me to MGS2VE. He invited me to MGSR, and uh, that's how I joined MGSR, and that's how I started running MGS2. Nice. Many doors, Ed Boy. Ed Boy opens many doors. And um, it was funny, because he was in the last Mandatory Codec episode as well. Um, it was the first time I've ever heard him talk, but that was a, that was a cool episode. So then... What games have you ran so far? Because you started with two. I think two VE was your first run, right? Uh, yeah, I first learned uh, MGS2 VE. And uh, after I did a couple of runs and did an I'm No Rookie with uh, Apache, I uh, decided to start learning another game since uh, League was not announced uh, yet. And uh, the game that I chose was uh, Ghost Battle. I spoke with Plywood a bit about uh, learning Ghost Babble. I mm. tried to learn it. I learned almost the entire game, but I gave up. What part did you give up? It was uh, after the hind fight, or I forgot what it's called. Can't uh, I don't, actually. I don't know the fight too well, so I can't really tell you. The the behind helicopter fight and I just realized it's an interesting game it's an interesting speedrun but I don't really enjoy it so I decided to give up in instead of forcing myself to learn something that I did not enjoy okay fair enough what other games Cause I, did you run so you ran two did you run one but before the VE League or the E Easy League, I should say. Uh, no, I I tried a bit of MGS One VR, but uh, the actual MGS One game, no. 
so you learned so are you the same as me where you just learned this run because of the league uh, um, yes uh, pretty much how's the learning going because I am having a tough time in some of the areas uh, it's going pretty well there's definitely a long way to go but uh, it's going pretty well, I can say. What's your PB right now? It's this uh, 111 something. 111? That is better than my PB, which isn't saying much, but... Um, uh, 111.41. So what do you think about the, the league? What is your expectations? Um... My expectations are uh, quite uh, high, given that uh, MGS, the MGS2 VE League was uh, very successful. It um, brought a lot of viewers to the channel. It um, brought a lot of new runners mm -hmm. to the game. I think that uh, the MGS1 League might be even more successful than that, since uh, MGS1 was already a much more popular game than MGS2. How many, and, uh, how many runners was in the two league? I think eleven. I'm pretty sure it was eleven. Originally we had twelve, mm -hmm. but Beerish dropped out, and uh, we were left with eleven. Okay, so this has five more runners. Um, what do you give your chances? How do you think you'll do in this league? Uh, I don't have uh, any expectation for this league. I know that I'm not good at MGS1. And uh, I know that I will not perform that well. But the main reason I joined the MGS1 league was actually to find out about the secret runner. That was the reason I actually joined the league. Oh, but and then... after I actually, yeah, yeah, go but ahead. But after I started to actually learn MGS One, I noticed that it's actually fun to run, and it's a, it's a really good speed run. So I'm now I'm actually interested in getting good at the game. So you joined for the mystery runner, and the mystery runner isn't even going to participate. Yeah, that I, I kind of well I learned the run because if it wasn't for the league I probably would never touch this runner ever just because I never really it never really interested me until there was a league and when I saw like the MGS2 league I'm like oh I should have I should have learned the run just to participate and then um so that's why I kind of didn't want to feel like missing out on this one so that's why I learned it. If it wasn't for this league, I probably would never touch this category, or just the PC version in general. But but you know, here we both are learning this game. Um, so the way the league will work, we'll get into this later. We have another stream coming up later today to go over um, all league stuff. But uh, there will be four to a group, right? And two will advance to playoffs. What do you give your chances of advancing, you think? Do you think you'll improve a lot by the time um, by the time the, the league actually gets going? 
And what do you think about your chances of getting into playoffs, being the top two in your in your pool? Um, well, uh, given what happened uh, during the MGS tooling, mm -hmm. I improved a lot, but uh, slowly. And I think that uh, the same will happen with MGS1. So what do you expect your time to end at? You said it's, you said it's a 111 right now, right? Uh, yeah, so I would expect that by the end of the league, I will be in the 104 range. 104? I think I would be happy if I, if I was in the 104 range to end it. Um, now, is this a category that you think you'll continue to play even after league? Or do you think it's just the league category and you probably won't touch it after? I uh, I think that I will, but it's not going to be the main thing that I'll go to after the MGS1 league. Fair enough. I don't know if I'll go try to improve this time. I feel like this is just like a category for me that I'll learn in the league and then not touch again. Just because, I think like you said, there's just much more games that I'm interested in learning and categories. Um, do you have other games that you want to learn eventually in the series that you haven't yet? Uh, there is one game that I really want to learn at some point, but uh, I really have no idea when I learn. What is it? Uh, it's Peace Walker. Oh, which category? Uh, true ending. True ending? Uh, remind me true ending. What is... Is that new... Do you want to run new game or new game plus first? Uh, definitely new game. Now, what's the difference between the true ending one and then the any percent one? Uh, I uh, there's not really a particular reason I chose to ending. But mm -hmm. I really just want to learn a longer speed run since I want to get used to longer speed runs. How uh, long is can... the true ending? Well, on SRDC the world record is currently one hour thirty one minutes. One forty one. One thirty one. One thirty one. For new game true ending? Uh, yeah. Something's not clicking because the any percent, that's called first ending, right? Uh, no, not necessarily. All right, maybe I'm just getting on... my... Peace Walker. On SRDC, it's first ending any percent, two right. ending any percent, first ending S rank, two ending any, uh, any percent, new game, two ending new game plus S rank. Okay, so if we do. So you want to run true ending new game? Any not percent. New game plus. Oh, so that's why it's 131. The 131 is new game plus, though, not new game. Oh, yeah, yeah, basically the three-hour-long one. That's the one. Did did anyone else I... run True Ending New Game? 
Uh, yeah, the Sturanzo. Oh, board, it's under miscellaneous. Okay. So, true ending, new game is, yeah, 3 hours, 56 minutes. That's why I was like, 131, because I know the new game, first ending is yeah, like 2 hours-ish. Yeah, yeah, the first ending is 2 hours-ish. So, the true ending, um, new game, is a 4-hour speed run. Well, do you think you have the patience to, uh, to run 4 hours? Not necessarily, but... Uh... If I do learn a four-hour-long speedrun, I will get more used to runs which are two hours long or even three hours long. I'll definitely not uh, run uh, a four-hour-long run consistently and over yeah. and over again. But if I at least do a couple of runs, I think that I'll get used to longer runs and I'll be able to run games like uh, The Phantom Pain or... Uh, MGS4, which are not this long, but uh, are still pretty long. Yeah, MGS4, you're looking at two hours. Phantom Pain, you're also looking at, depending on category, around two hours as well. Um, what game do you currently, or what run do you currently have already learned that's the longest so far? Does that make sense? Uh, the longest... Uh, They're all yeah, longest speed I think... Run. I think it's MGS2V. Well, not really. Because uh, there's uh, another game that I learned, but never submitted any runs of it. Which one is that? Um, Splinter Cell Double Agent PC. Splinter Cell W. And how long is that run? It's uh, about an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Okay, so an hour 30 is your current one. Um, learning 4, you bump that up to another 30 minutes. Same thing with Phantom Pain, you bump it up another 30 minutes. But then you have to double that to get Peace Walker, true ending new game, so... Um, what other games do you want to learn besides the Peace Walker one? Um, I'm, I want to learn the Peace Walker one specifically because I want to learn uh, MGS4, which is a long game, and I want to get used to long runs. Which category in MGS4 do you want to learn? Uh, the Boss Extreme. New game or New Game Plus? Uh, new game. Oh, that's a tough one. I think it's easy as long as, uh, well, it's not tough. It's more, if you don't want to run Big Boss, it's pretty easy run because... Yeah, I don't want to run Big Boss. Okay, because just because in MGS4, they give you so many rations to use. So you're never really, um, you're never really in danger of dying. It's more just you're going to lose a lot of time if you do take a lot of damage and you have to juggle your items and your menuing and all that. So it is a fun run. especially I think MGS4 is a good chill run as long as you're not going for big boss. Just because, like I said, you're never in danger of dying no matter what category you run. So it's more just keeping your line straight, not taking too much damage, stuff like that. So I think you'll you'll enjoy it even on the boss extreme. Um, now let's talk a little more about the 
the PC MGS1. What areas are giving you the most trouble? Uh, the fights I struggle the most with are uh, uh, the ninja fight because uh, I struggle with actually skipping the bone and sinew cutscene. I struggle with not missing kicks or punches. Mm -hmm. And uh, other than that, I not necessarily struggle with it, but hate Wolf 1 and Wolf 2. I do too. Especially Wolf 1. Like, how do you start Wolf 1? Do you just, as soon as you go through the door, immediately take out the PSG 1? Uh, what I do is uh, I run a bit forward and try to look from... Uh, and try to avoid the uh, uh, sniper wolf shooting me. So I kind of move around a little bit and then go prone and uh, immediately try to shoot her as soon as possible. So as soon as the fight starts, you run forward, try to dodge a shot, and then shoot her? And then I go into the PSG-1 and uh, try to see where she is. Hmm. Maybe I should do that. Damn it, I'm not paying attention. Because what I do is as soon as I get through the door, I just equip the PSG-1. And then I have to find out where she is. And that just takes forever. Well, like, what makes that fight so annoying is having to use the D-pad for, for aiming. Because have you played this on console? I, I have played it on the PS1, but not on the PS TV. Okay. I don't know if you remember, but, like... Aiming is so much easier when you can use the analog stick because your aim doesn't move so slow. Like, everything is much faster. Like, you know how in the D-pad you have to hold a certain direction and then after a little while it starts to speed up? Like, with the analog stick, you can just speed up the whole time. I think that's what makes the Wolf 1 and Wolf 2 fight much more difficult than what it should be. That's just the PC controls are just so bad with the d-pad uh, but I think that PC definitely has uh, its advantages and its disadvantages yeah like like skipping cutscenes and codecs is great and then certain other limitations I, I really hate um, so outside of wolf so wolf one what about mantis uh, I don't find it that hard of a fight, but uh, there's definitely... I have some difficulties with uh, getting the grenade throw right. That's what I have to, the, yeah. Uh, the, the phase, getting the phase skip. Yeah, I have trouble with the grenade throw as well, just... Um, especially the first one. I don't think I have that much trouble with the second one, but the first one is where... I'll always mess up the throw. Like, a lot of times I'll throw it right next to him or over him or something and it just won't hit him. But the second yeah, throw... Yeah, it's I the other like way around for me. Really? I feel like... I'm not saying I'm great at the second throw. I'm just saying the second throw is a little easier for me than the first throw. The first throw... I don't know. It just, it just seems much more difficult than the second throw, but... Um, so that's... I always miss the second we need from. Yeah. Maybe we can meet at a compromise. Um, 
what's after that? So we covered Ninja, we covered uh, Mantis, covered Wolf 1. It's after Wolf 1. Is that the Hind fight? Is that the next boss fight after Wolf 1? Uh, yeah. Okay, the, how good are you at doing like the the double hind shot and not letting him go back and forth? I'm quite good at that. I'm pretty consistent at getting that. The part that I struggle with with the hind fight is the is actually making sure that you have enough ammo for uh, phase two and uh, not going to the ammo box losing time and making the hind drop yeah that's i mean i have trouble with both phases so phase one just trying to keep him in one area and also phase two where i run out of ammo a lot and then by the time i try to go pick up the the second pack he starts flying underneath and then it's it all goes downhill from there um but i but yeah i need to get better like what you were saying in the first phase first just try to just keep him cornered in one area and then worry about the second phase later i guess um and then your wolf how good or how bad is your wolf too i i really cannot judge because most of the time i get completely bad rng how many stingers do you because you have five stingers i'm guessing when you go to Wolf 2, right? Uh, because yes, you, so you can pick up more. I'm wondering if I should just... Now I'm wondering if I should just eat the time, go pick up more Stingers, like, right after the Hind fight, and then just do Wolf that way. And because the one thing I hate is sniping with a D-pad. Like, I absolutely hate. I've, this is the first time I've had to snipe with a D-pad, and I don't know how people do it. Uh, well, uh, I always pick up a little bit of extra stinger ammo because most of the time in, I would say, 60% of my wolf fights, mm. I use only the stinger. I get RNG in such a way that she always stands behind trees and never yeah. stands to shoot me. So do you pick up the stinger from right after the hind fight, like when you climb down the stairs? Uh, yeah, I skip that ammo box near the ladder when I go to the hind fight and I pick it up after after the hind fight. Ah, okay. Maybe I should start doing that. Because I do hit her, like you said, a bunch of times with the stinger, and then when I run out of stinger ammo, she'll just hide behind the tree. Um, yeah, basically if you pick it up as you're going into the hind fight, you will have more ammo for the hind fight. Mm -hmm. However, you will have less ammo for wolf if you pick it up after the hind fight. You will have less for the hind, but more for wolf. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess I gotta see which ones, which one I should do. Okay. So after the hind, go down, skip the elevator. Do you do you think all bosses should skip the four horsemen fight? Is that considered a boss or no? Do. Well, yes and no. Technically speaking. It is a fight, but by that uh, logic, it, it, it is a fight, but at the same time, there's no visible health bar, which 
is a part of all of the bosses which are counted in the run. Yeah, well, the category is all bosses. Do you consider the Four Horsemen a boss? I consider the Four Horsemen a mini-boss. It's that gray area, but... I think it would be cool to, to fight them, but it's not a huge part of the... Because you do have, like, the cargo fight later, which is kind of like the same thing, except you can't skip that, so... Alright, so after the hind, you drop down, you fight wolf, um, then after wolf, you fight raven. Yeah. So raven's pretty easy, right? I don't know how you could mess up raven besides maybe take too long killing him. And uh, the only, well, I do the grenade strat, and Same. the only mistakes you can do is throw the grenade too early or too late and not damage him. Right, so then you just have to throw more grenades and that'll eat up time. Yeah, but I think the timing is pretty as it's pretty easy to get the timing down, and it's also quite flexible. Okay, yeah, I agree with you. Um, so then after that, you go up to Rex, get the the pal key drops. You go down, pick that up, go back up. Um, the one thing I'm having trouble is. So the first key, when I enter it, um, I could do it okay, but every once in a while, I'll get caught by the camera if I go, like, if I take the path right in front of the desk. Do you do right in front of the desk, or do you go behind it? I go uh, in front of the desk. Okay. Maybe my movement is just really, really bad right now, but I get caught way more times than I than I want to. Uh, okay, so we so then you get the you get the key done. You go heat it. You go or you go freeze it, then heat it. Come back up. Then you have the Rex fight, which is pretty easy, right? I don't know how you can. Mess, uh, it's kind of like the Raven yeah, fight, maybe. Where like if I you, think that's the easiest fight in the game. Yeah, I think it's like the Raven fight where. It's really easy, um, and you're not going to die, but you might maybe miss a shot or something to make it a little longer than necessary. Uh, yeah, but compared to Raven, you don't lose as much time. Yeah, true. Um, so then you go to the second phase. Second phase is pretty much the same as the... Yeah, it's the same it's as the first even phase. easier, in my opinion. Yeah, so... That's done. Then you go into the liquid fight. Now, how good is your liquid infinite? I'm decent at it. I I definitely do the safer setup. I do the two throw setup, and uh, most of the time, I'd say sixty percent of my attempts are successful. Twenty percent are successful until uh, some point I basically get the infinite for a bit and then fail it and uh, the rest I just completely messed up I I'm still at the stage of practicing it so it's pretty bad on my end I get like the first throw I think what I'm having trouble with the most is just getting the infinite started 
So you do the, I do the two throw as well. So it's one throw, then the second throw. Then I just struggle with my positioning to even start the loop. But I've only tried it like a handful of times, so maybe I just need more practice. And what I do is I use a visual cue. I try to get uh, as close as possible to liquid. And then I look at the visual cue. I can't really explain it. I basically look at uh, the point where liquid's hair touches a specific pixel in the background, and then I start punching. Hmm. I need to try that. Because uh, I'm not even looking for cues at this point. So definitely need to practice that. Then you go into the escape. So how good are your shots at escape and your transition shots and everything? I'm uh, in the uh, 4x range, I would say. I basically uh, get a consistent 4x's, which is not ideal, but still pretty good. Uh, explain to me what you mean, like in the 40 second range? Uh, yeah. What is a god tier escape? Is that like a god tier escape? Are we talking in the 30s? Uh, a god tier escape is uh, one that only Limes got. He got it only once, and it's uh, an eight minute escape, eight minute flat. It only happened once. And I'm not sure if he even recorded it, but it happened to him once. Other than that, a god here escape would be considered uh, a 59, I believe. 57, 58, 59. 57, 58, 59 is a god tier escape, but you're saying you're in the four X's? What am I missing? Like you're saying you were in the eight minutes 40 second mark explain it to me like and i have no idea what i'm like i have no idea what you're talking well, about basically most of the escapes are in are from seven minutes and 30 seconds on the timer oh the from, timer uh, okay okay it's making more sense yeah up to the god like uh, escape which is eight minutes and mm. happened only once. All right, see. And uh, I'm fr from 40 to 49 in that range. Okay, now it's making more sense because I had no idea you were talking about the warning timer. I was like, what? Eight minutes, 40 seconds. Okay. Um, so my, I, I don't even know what mine is at right now. I haven't even looked at the timer yet, but maybe I should. Um, all right, other areas that I am struggling with is the when you get the psg1 um you go into the armory what strat do you use i uh, throw the guard as quickly as possible mm -hmm. i throw the second guard as fast as i possibly can then i mash square to throw the stun as fast as quickly as possible mm -hmm. and then uh, when i reach the elevator depending on what the guard is doing, I'll do different things. If the guard is still laying down, I'll press the elevator button twice and wait for him to wake up. If uh, the elevator is, if the guard is already getting up as I reach the elevator, then I'll press the button only once and mm -hmm. PPK him. If I'm so late that he's already up 
as I reach the elevator. Mm -hmm. I'll just wait for him to turn. So if he's already up, you're not even going to press the button, you just wait for him to turn, and then you press the button? Yeah. Yeah. It loses quite a bit of time, but it's better than getting an alert. True. Yeah. I think I just need to practice the backups, because sometimes, like, I'll just do the same thing and not really read what that guard does, and sometimes I'm early, sometimes I'm late. But that is an area where, that I do struggle. Um, what controller do you use? to run. I use a DualSense. Do you use Lime's little DS4 profile as well? Uh, yeah, but uh, there's a fun story uh, about uh, that uh, profile. Mm -hmm. I tried uh, both the SRDC version and the one that's on the MGSR wiki, mm -hmm. and none of them worked. So I asked Lime's to actually send me on Discord the profile and that one worked the one from discord worked the other ones did, did not and it was the same one it, it looked like the same one even windows recognized it was the same one but it just worked the other ones did not weird because i used i didn't use the one from srdc but i used the one that lime sent on uh, discord and that one worked for me as well and do you so do you do GME on controller or do you actually use the keyboard? I uh, use the keyboard for uh, all uh, for weapons mm -hmm. and the rest for on controller. I don't use the keyboard to move at all or to punch. I only use it for the weapons and for GME. So you do use the key... Wait, do you say you use the keyboard for GME? Uh, yeah, for switching weapons and for doing GME, I use the keyboard. For movement, punching, and everything else, I use the controller. Well, I use keyboard for switching weapons only for the stun and the Nikita. Then everything else... I think Limes has it set up to where you can use your controller for everything else. Like the chaff, the grenade, SOCOM, it's all on controller. Same with the PSG-1 and Stinger. So I'm starting to get yeah, used I... to like using the controller to do GME as well. Instead of like going back and forth with the keyboard. So now the only thing I use for keyboard is stun grenades and Nikita. So like right... Yeah, I don't trust my controller enough. Okay, fair enough. But I think... I don't know, I think this is a better, uh, a better route to go than, than trying to use keyboard back and forth. Because one thing I still haven't gotten used to is using keyboard. Um, but it's great that he has a setup to where I don't have to do anything for the Mantis fight. I could just keep using the controller. Because that one, it looked like it was going to be a pain if I did it any other way. I wonder how apply would do it says that for GMEs he switches to keyboard and moves with the keyboard I don't understand how he can move from controller to keyboard so fluently like when he does GME yeah when he does GME to he doesn't want to lose any time so he also moves with the keyboard oh he moves with the keyboard and then he does GME with it as well yeah and oh, then uh, during weird. the load zones he goes back to controller 
I, I don't understand how. Yeah, that's way too much. That's the one reason why I never really wanted to learn PC, is stuff like that. Um, but I have no idea how he can effortlessly go back and forth, um, controller and keyboard. The only times I use my keyboard now is just Stinger. Not Stinger. It's uh, Nikita and Stun. It's the only time I'll use my controller. I mean, with the keyboard. And then everything else I use controller. Uh, covered that. Um, for the what other ones? Oh, for the for the Wolf One fight, right? Did you ever think about just uh, doing the GME and punching her? Uh, like in a race, not like a PB type of thing, but like in a race type of thing. Well. Uh... Doing weapon glitch is the safest way to do that fight. However, uh, the problem with it is that uh, it still introduces RNG because you cannot punch Wolf if she goes prone. True. So it's still RNG if you get to punch her a lot of times or if you just get to punch her once every minute. Yeah, it's the much safer way since... You're not going to die or anything, but yeah, you are prone to RNG then at that point. You don't know where she's going to go. I don't know. I was thinking about either doing that, since I really don't trust myself in a, what do you call it, and using the PSG1. Um, I think that covers everything in the run. I think we're both kind of new, so we're both going to learn a lot and improve our PBs. So I'm just hoping I get like a one sub 110 before I before I go into the into the races. Uh, what is your goal of going to your first match? What do you want your time to be? What's your estimate? Uh, basically sub 110. Okay. Which is the estimate for every race. Is that your estimate or everyone's estimate? Uh, that's the estimate which was chosen for every race. Ah, uh, okay. I didn't know that part. Yeah, I'm with you. As long as I can get sub 110, um, as soon as the matches start, I will be happy. But I am a long way from that right now, so, so we'll see how it goes. How close can you get to him? Well, not that close. I was super close to Ninja as he was in his little, uh, what do you call it, like towards the end when you shoot him a few times. Yeah, that's little... quite a weird hitbox. Yeah, I was, I gotta see how close I can get to him. But I think we covered most of the run and what to expect. Um, Something's wrong. Did you hear something? I'm trying to think if we missed anything in the run. Because the rest of the run is pretty straightforward, really. It's a lot of the just getting used to when to go into GME 2 and do the out-of-bounds stuff. I'm still trying to get used to little things like that. Um, but yeah, it should be fun. Let me see. Where are we at with time? Oh, we're doing, we're doing all right. So I want to talk a little bit about Hitman. Do you ever want to speedrun any of those games? 
Uh, not completely sure yet. I feel like those games are really fun to speedrun, but I don't know if I want to put the time in to learn. But they do look really fun. But I don't know. Um, I still have to play Hitman 2. And Are you going to play the new one that just came out not too long ago? Uh, I really want to play Hitman 3, but uh, I currently did not buy it, but I'm planning to. Yeah, same. I love that the Hitman series is getting all these games. Um, and pretty much like every Hitman level is like a VR level, right? Like a huge um, level of its own. Yeah, that's... That's actually a reason, that's an argument, to make Climes run Hitman games. Yeah, Hitman, yeah, Hitman, like, every level is, like, a huge VR level, and what Hitman does that's really cool, especially the new, the new ones I'm talking about, is they have, like, this leaderboard for, like, the whole world, and you can compete with other people for time, for score, for things like that. Like, imagine if MGS had one of those for, like, a VR mission. Just... Just a huge well, level design, and then, like everything is integrated already into the scoring system, the time system. Like, that would be amazing. Well, maybe when MGS Six gets released in two thousand and eighty-nine, hopefully we'll have a leaderboard. Hey, there's, there's always hope. I'm I'm still in the mindset we will get one, eventually. I don't know when, but. There's too much money on the table to not make one, but hopefully they do something like that, where they have like, and I'm and I, when I look at these other franchises like the Hitman ones, and they're putting all this new content out, they have these leaderboards, they have all this stuff. It's just like, man, where's all this stuff for MGS when you need it? Just missing all this new content that other communities are getting, even like the. Like, the Kingdom Hearts series just got a whole PC release of every single game not too long ago. And we're stuck here with a broken PC port of MGS1 from 20 years ago. And uh, and an MGS2 port. And that's, that's, that's it. Sad days, sad days. Alright, Makarov. I think uh should wrap it up here. I think we've hit our time mark. Um... Do you want to say anything to the to the people out there listening before we call it a day? Uh, run Splinter Cell games. I don't know. You know, I, I still have to finish a bunch of the Splinter Cell games. Um, the ones I played were very fun, but I don't know if I'm going to run it, but I definitely will play it. Those are very cool games. Uh, play the Hitman games also if you haven't played it. Those are really great. Um, if you enjoy the Metal Gear Solid type of stuff. Um, but yeah, for, for me and Makarov, we'll be in the Easy League. That that will take place. Uh, so we're going to come back with another episode real quickly. So we're going to take a break um, in about, what time is it now? About an hour and a half, we'll, we'll get back on this channel. And we'll go over and the whole Easy League. We'll reveal the brackets. We'll reveal the pools and all the seedings and all the matchups. So stay tuned for that an hour and a half from now. So for me and Makarov, we're signing out. Thanks for watching. This has been episode 12, I believe, for the Mandatory Codec. Um, but we'll be back next week with another one. So y'all take care. We are out.
Peace.